Welcome to the Veterinary Career Services Podcast, a show for veterinarians, veterinary specialists, and hospital management. Join industry expert and president of VCS, Laura Anderson, as she interviews seasoned and accomplished veterinarians that share their paths and provide insights that can help professionals achieve their career goals. Sarah Hoffman, who is a licensed veterinary technician and a certified canine rehabilitation practitioner at TheraVet Acres with three locations in Western New York. Sarah joined the TheraVet family in the fall of 2013. She works in the clinic as a licensed veterinary technician overseeing therapy appointments. Sarah graduated from Medallia College in the spring of 2013 with a degree in veterinary technology and knew almost from the beginning that alternative modalities, therapy, and rehabilitation would be an important part of her career. As Sarah completed her canine rehabilitation certification through the University of Tennessee in 2019, she is currently working on becoming a certified canine massage therapist through Equisage. Welcome, Sarah. Hi. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for talking with me today. Are you right in the middle of appointments? I am on lunch currently, or I just finished lunch and now I'm uh, the other technician, the afternoon technician came in and is going to cover the first couple of afternoon appointments. Oh, got it. Got it. Well, I appreciate you taking the break in your day. So tell me, you joined TheraVet in 2013. Uh, what was it about TheraVet that made you want to work there? Um, so as I was finishing vet tech school, I realized that um, general practice just wasn't going to be for me. Um, and I really didn't want to have to start over uh, with another career path. I knew that working with dogs was for me. I just didn't know how. Um, and so I spoke with my uh, counselor at Madai College, and she had recommended that my last semester I take a bunch of electives. And so I did take a bunch of electives and I found uh, canine physical therapy and I really just had a strong attraction to it. And I didn't think there was anywhere in Rochester that offered that. And when um, one of the girls I worked with at a boarding facility had mentioned TheraVet, I was elated. I was so excited to sign up and meet them. And um, luckily they had a position just for me, just for someone just like me, someone who is fresh out of vet tech school, willing to be trained kind of from the ground up um, and kind of learn the, the TheraVet way and, and how to, um, you know, a lot of vet techs don't really want to take on a whole nother uh, subsection of veterinary medicine when you've just learned all of that basic medicine. Um, and I just knew that that was for me. That's where I needed to be. And I've been here for almost nine years now. So what exactly do you do? I um, am the senior vet tech here at TheraVet. So um, I kind of um, oversee some of the treatments and make sure, you know, when Dr. Brown's eyes can't be directly on them, that everything is going as it should. So kind of making sure that... Um, the treatment plans are headed in the direction they should be, making sure that if they're not, what what is it that we need to change? What What is it in the big picture that needs to come together? Um, you know, is it further home modification, that kind of thing? Um, but really just treating patients day in and day out is a majority of my task. Um, so I just run our appointments and make sure that everything is, again, is um, 
being followed as recommended both at home and in clinic. So you're very hands-on with the patients. Yes. Yes. So I helped Dr. Brown open um, both of our satellite offices. It was something we kind of sat down together and said, you know, hey, if you're in it, I'm in it. And I said, I'm your girl. I'm here. We're doing this. We're growing this company. We can do this. Um, And so we opened our Honeyoy Falls office first. And then we just opened last year our Hilton office. And um, so far, both are doing extremely well, which is great. So you're treating in all three locations and and you're carrying out what Dr. Brown prescribes. Correct. Yep. So our patients come in um, via referral. Um, They don't necessarily have to have a referral, but it's always nice to kind of have some pre-diagnostics. And then um, Dr. Brown does her initial therapy care plan or her initial examination where she does a full orthopedic exam. And then if a neuro, neuro exam is, ex- is required, she will do that as well. Um, and then she writes up her therapy care plan. And um, we have a first appointment with the owner, which is kind of a continuation of that initial exam where the technicians go over how and why Dr. Brown is making these recommendations. How does it fit into the big picture? How are we expecting progression to kind of come uh, forward through the treatments? And then what can we do if we're not seeing the expected outcome? Um, so it's, it's really a nice way to kind of get owners to understand that it's not an instant fix, um, that it's something that takes time a lot of the time, um, just like with human physical therapy. Um, you, you gotta, gotta put in the work at home as much as you put it in at the clinic. So it's a a nice way to get started with therapy, but how many team members do you have? Um, in the clinic, we have, um, four technicians, uh, a fifth one actually joining us. And then we have a plethora of assistants. So on top of the technicians, we have um, just regular clinic assistants that help us to hold and restrain and they help to, um, you know, uh, run the dogs in the underwater treadmill so that if the technician has to go in and assist the dog, there's someone else outside to control them. So um, there's probably about another five or six of them that help us at any given time. Wow, that's a big team. I didn't realize you had that many folks in an appointment, shall we say. Um, well, so typically only two of us in an appointment, we kind of rotate out on shifts. So each technician and an assistant group, yep. Each pair will see probably about eight to 10 appointments a day. Okay. Got it. And so tell me more about your career path at TheraVet. You joined in 2013 as a licensed veterinary technician and wanted to pursue your CCRP. So it sounds like uh, TheraVet and Dr. Brown were very supportive of that. Yeah. So I started as just a licensed vet tech. I actually had just passed my VTNE maybe like two weeks before they called me for an interview. So it was kind of like everything was on rush. And uh, when I joined them, I... um, I started off, we have a lodge as well. So we do um, overnight boarding. We do post-surgical boarding. um, We do therapeutic boarding. We do healthy dog boarding as well at our Webster office. So I started off kind of working in the kennel and just helping and learning the position, learning how to be a technician, how to apply physical therapy um, from other licensed uh, physical or licensed canine rehab practitioners that were already working for Dr. Brown. And they kind of trained me from the ground up. And then I went into starting to take over some therapy and then slowly just transitioned to being in therapy full time. 
And then Dr. Brown said, you know, I'd really love for you to, you know, this is your passion. It's, it's obvious that you're meant to be here. So I really would like to send you to go get your um, canine rehab practitioner licensing if you if that's something you'd be interested in. And I said, yes, absolutely. Um, so we just started the process. You know, did I want to go to the University of Tennessee? Did I wanted to go to CRI? Um, you know, and, and kind of had some meetings about how I was going to decide which one I wanted to do. Um, I decided University of Tennessee was for me. I am a very um, evidence-based learner. So I really liked that they had a lot of evidence-based learning and it was a little bit less on the sports medicine aspect and more on our companion animal aspect. Um, I'm very, very big into um, treating senior patients. That's where my, my passion lies, um, is our senior companion animals, just maintaining quality of life as long as possible for those guys. So I ended up at C, uh, UT uh, doing their CCRP from 2016 to 2019. So I did part of it online, part of it in person for wet labs, and then um, took my final exam down there with them in 2019 and became a CCRP. That's fabulous. And and TheraVet paid for your education is what I'm I'm hearing. Yes. Yep. So we signed a contract. We did a nice little contract where... Um, Everything was covered by them. Um, I just paid for my lodging and travel fees, and then everything else was covered. Um, and then what I did in return is I signed on for a three-year working contract with them, mm-hmm. which was a no-brainer because I already knew I, I already knew I'd be here three years later. <laughs> and so now you're getting your certified canine massage therapist uh, certification as well. Yes. Yep. So that's this year's task. Um, I'm expecting in October. So I'm hoping to finish that up uh, ASAP before I go out on maternity leave. Oh, I didn't realize you were you were expecting. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, a very similar process for that. The Browns, um, we currently contract in um, a, a CCMT uh, therapist to do our massage therapy. And Dr. Brown was looking for something that we could be all, more all-inclusive in our therapies so that the technicians could apply massage as needed throughout the sessions with our patients. And again, with me having a very strong lean towards senior patients, massage is great for them. Um, so she had she had asked me again if I would sign another contract and she would pay for me to go get my CCMT. So that's where we're at with that. Mm-hmm. And how long has that program been? It's honestly as quick as you can complete it. I've been working on it for about six months in my spare time. Okay. So it sounds like working with seniors is is one of the most rewarding aspects of your job. Absolutely. I love, I love seeing the progression. I think in general practice, it's tough. Um, you know, you see your patients once in a while. They're not maybe necessarily the happiest to be there with you. But because we see our patients anywhere from one to three to up to daily. I mean, honestly, we have some that we see daily at first. Um, it's just nice to be able to form that relationship with owners. You become a family. It's, it's, you really get to know the dog. You get to know the parents. You get to know how everything fits together in the big picture um, and how you can improve and modify and make everything um, better quality of life, you know, and that's everything for these guys. So, as you mentioned earlier, that the clients and the patients have to do their homework at home. How would you describe the clientele? We have a 
multitude of clientele. We have everything from working in competition dogs that we treat all the way up to dogs that are in the um, in the service. So in um, the state trooper barracks or um, local police officers, we have farm animals. So some some people that run uh, local sanctuaries near us that bring their farm animals. Um, hence the picture of Zohar, the sheep that I sent you. Um, he's a uh, rescue. He was born born with dislocated shoulders and his owner brought him into, um, she had rescued him from slaughter and she brought him in to get therapy and he's doing really well, but sidetracked there. <laughs> um, and then we also have everything ranging from, from four or five month old puppies all the way up to 17 year old seniors. So it's kind of a very wide range of clientele. Um, I think in most orthopedic cases, we see a lot of knee injuries. So it's, you know, a lot of your just basic um, family house dogs that have reached four to six years old and they've torn a cruciate ligament. And now we're seeing them for some type of therapy for that. What is the modality most used at your hospital? I would say the class four laser and the underwater treadmill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the treadmill provides a great low impact strengthening modality for everyone. Um, And since it's typically soft tissue um, that we're dealing with that usually, you know, kind of getting that buoyancy and that low impact, it's a great way to kind of continue to work out. Um, And obesity is something we're always tackling. So we want to make sure that the patient is able to condition while, while we're working on healing. Um, so the, the treadmill provides a really nice way to do that. And And the laser, did you have to have training on that? So I was hands-on training with the class four. We have an MLS class four laser. And so the nice part about that is it's, it's a little bit more modified than your typical class four lasers. It doesn't get quite as hot um, because it runs at a pulsed interval. Um, so it's really nice and a little bit more friendly, um, off the bat for some patients. And um, so a lot of that training, a lot of the training is um, the company comes and educates us pretty frequently, almost yearly that they come and provide us with updates of things. Um, But then also, yes, uh, the University of Tennessee went into great detail about the difference between class 3B, class 4 lasers, how you apply them, when, where, um, and kind of how you would advance your settings based on patient response. So what is the hardest part of your job, Sarah? I think the hardest part of our job is that our patients don't really talk. So your your hands are your eyes. You really have to be good at palpating. You have to be good at being able to differentiate, you know, is what I'm seeing soft tissue versus intraarticular? Um, Is it neurological? And, And you kind of have to take the big picture also of what the owners tell you. You know, the history is everything, what happened from last session to this session. Um, So I think that's the hardest part. And then compliance, too, unfortunately. Um, You know, I think as modern Americans, we're all pretty busy. uh, And most owners want to just come to PT and not have to do anything at home and want the improvement. So as far as the culture at TheraVet, it seems to one, be very supportive and and engaging as Dr. Brown has come to you and approached you several times about supporting your continued education. How else would you describe the culture? I think that we're pretty close knit. Our hospital is not very big. um, And so everyone comes into contact with each other throughout the day. 
but it's, it's a passionate atmosphere. Um, everyone that is here is here because they want to be here. And this is something they've chose to go above and beyond to learn. Um, it's, it's not just somewhere where you just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going to do physical therapy today. Like you have to be into it. You have to be into the passion and have that drive to be here. Um, and I think everyone at the end of the day has the common goal of improving the quality of life for pets and their parents, um, and just trying to, to give them the best that they can have for as long as they can have. That sounds like a great atmosphere. It really is. It's made nine years seem like nothing. (laughs) It's gotta be so rewarding. I just can't imagine. It's just got to be so rewarding to improve the lives of your patients and improve the lives of your clients. I mean, it just doesn't get any better. Yeah, I think um, taking it beyond the care they've already received from general practice and, and, you know, not that not everything has to be choice A or choice B, that sometimes there is that choice C that makes it doable for people. And um, being able to see like, like post-back surgery, I think is always a great example. Um, You know, not everyone returns with function as expected. And for some owners, that means, you know, oh, well, maybe that means euthanasia, whereas we're able to kind of educate them on the use of carts and different scooters and different mobility aids. And, And the owner says, oh, yeah, you know what? We can do this. We can still do this, even though this surgery didn't go as expected. And that's always a nice thing to hear is that we're able to kind of, again, still maintain quality of life even though it's different than what we had thought it would be or what the owner had thought it would be. So you personally have a lot of changes on the horizon, but how about the hospital? Any any new additions as far as equipment or modalities? <clears throat> modalities, we actually are just um, wrapping up our aroma, aromatic healing program. So we are starting an aromatherapy program with a company called Animalio. Um, which is by Dr. Shelton. She is a licensed veterinarian as well. Um, and all of her uh, ar- aromatherapy blends have been created specifically for animals. So she's worked specifically with animals in the creation of these blends. Um, and so we we have a lot of clients that ask about aromatherapy frequently. So we've decided to join with them and make a program that is available for our clients to be able to come and we can um, make uh, an aroma therapy kind of treatment protocol for them to follow at home. Wow, that's tremendous. Have you had any feedback thus far or is it just brand new? Yeah, no, we've had actually quite a few clients um, already start up with it. They love it. Their uh, dogs are doing great. We've had owners start for everything from calming uh, post-surgery to calming in the car, dogs with severe anxiety. Um, But she also has some great blends for just like mobility and arthritis. And owners have seen some pretty good responses so far with, with using her protocols. Is that something that's applied topically or is that in a diffuser or... All of the above. So she offers several different types. She offers offers, um, ready to use um, blends, which you can use topically or um, on food or in their water. And then she also has um, what she calls a neat formula, which you can use um, in your diffusers at home. Well, Sarah, I'm sure somebody's going to be knocking on your door asking where you are soon. So I wanted to say thank you for speaking with me. It was great to learn more about what goes on at TheraVet and understanding a little more about exactly what you do. And um, 
it sounds like a great place to work. It really is. And it's definitely something that TheraVet found me. I think therapy found me. And I always tell people, like, if it's something that you're truly passionate about, it's you'll know. You'll just know that that's where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. And, um, yeah, my heart just said general practice wasn't for me. And, and I knew therapy from the get-go was. And, and nine years later, I still say that, that it found me and I'm happy with what I, where I ended up. Well, terrific. Um, thank you for talking with me, Sarah. And I can't wait to hear more. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Veterinary Career Services Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. For feedback, questions, discussion topic requests, or if there is anything we can do for you, feel free to contact us at laura at vetcareerservices.com. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Veterinary Career Services Podcast.